name's Travis Sims, and I am the founder and CEO of AGC Accelerated Global Connections. And this is the AGC Experience. Our lives are a series of choices. Each choice leads to a result. Would you like to easily know which choices are the right life choices for you? If you've never met Amy Tyson, owner of Infinity Life Design, make it a priority to connect with her. Amy is a master of feng shui and batzi, which she calls destiny analysis. She assists her clients in understanding the hidden forces that are influencing their lives. A destiny reading with Amy is like reading a book all about you. She highlights which decisions will bring you to your fullest potential and which choices will lead you down a path of obstacles. If you're struggling with a challenge or you want to lift your life even higher, get connected with Amy and Infinity Life Design on facebook.com slash infinitylifedesign or subscribe to her online newsletter at infinitylifedesign.com and connect with your infinite life. Kathy Williams is a certified master life coach with a sweet spot for helping better relationships within entrepreneurial families. As a speaker, she inspires audiences to take immediate action toward a better life. She enables people to discover how to live their best life possible. She's spoken nationally at Hyatt's annual conference, educating their top 100 clients on developing their own vision toward a healthier travel lifestyle. Kathy has been pivotal with entrepreneur families enlightening pathways that redefine their why in better relationships, health, and self-confidence. Tonight, Kathy will share the power of your mind and emotions. Please help me in welcoming Kathy Williams to the AGC stage. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, everybody. Um, first, thank you, AGC, for inviting me here and to offer sponsors to make tonight possible. My name is Kathy Williams, and I've been a certified life coach for a little bit over, I'm doing math now, eight years now. And um, today I'm going to talk to you about the power of your mind and your emotions. And I'm not going to be all kumbaya with you guys today. We're not going to sing songs, so guys, don't worry about those emotional things at all. We're not going to have a cry session. But what happens is, when you don't know your emotions, it's going to hold you back in your personal and your professional lives. So what happens is, if you don't have power over your own emotions, somebody or something else does. And so if you don't have the power of it, what does? So to dig a little deeper, I'm going to start off going over um, emotions. So what is an emotion? And if we look at the definition, it's a natural instinctive state of mind deriving from one circumstance mood or relationship of others. So when I'm talking to clients, I don't ever give them this definition. <laughs> but what I talk to them about and what I want you to think about is a vibration or an emotion is a vibration in your body. That's all it is. So you think about it. When you are happy, you feel it somewhere in your body. Maybe it's your stomach or your face or your chest. And it's different from when you're frustrated or mad or sad. You think about emotion, it's, it really is just that vibration in your body. It's not going to hurt you, can't kill you, can't really do anything for you. But there's four ways that we all react to an emotion. So as I go over those, first one is we can resist an emotion. So that's when something happens, you do not want to experience that emotion, 
and so you bury it deep inside you. Okay, that might be considered denial for some people. You know, some of you might know somebody close to you, because we will never admit it ourselves that we will ever bury emotion, but you can point it out in somebody else, right? <laughs> if they are resisting an emotion. Another one, which I have been a pro at my life, I know it very well, is I avoid the emotion. So this happens when something happens, usually it's that negative emotion you do not want to experience, and you will find something to give you that temporary endorphin hit to make you happy. This can look at overeating, it can look at social media, pornography, you know, any substance. And we get that short term to avoid those emotions. And we run off and do things that maybe we don't really want to do and it won't serve us long term down the road. Another way can be we react. So sometimes you might think of like that three-year-old throwing a temper tantrum, you know, kicking and they're screaming and everything about that when they're reacting because they don't feel good, they don't like, you know, maybe the way mom and dad said something, they're blaming on you. You made me feel bad, I don't like this. And it's funny, as adults, how many times, okay, who, who's a parent? Who can admit to reacting and yelling to their child? I mean, you're just having that. <laughs> I don't know how many times I've looked at, like, done my own analyzing, and like, oh my gosh, I'm acting like a seven-year-old myself because I'm reacting to what they're doing. But we react, and so we yell, we kick, we do all those things, we still do that. We take it out on those people we love and that we care about the most. And the last one, allow. We all can really, our, our natural instinct is to avoid that allowing. And we don't allow an emotion. So think about it. Last time you had a negative emotion, what did you do? Did you first recognize that you had a negative emotion? Okay. Most of us can't even put a name to it. We can maybe, if we think about it, saying like, okay, I'm, I'm feeling good, feeling bad, you have a hard time saying, I'm frustrated, I'm irritated, I'm putting a real name to it. But when you allow an emotion, you can start going through that process of figuring out, well, why do I feel this way? And then when you feel that emotion, you also start recognizing that you act a certain way every single time off that emotion. And usually what's going to happen is you are not going to get a result that you would want to get as if you were, if you, if you processed it. So, to go a little bit more in depth again, to look at that definition. Remember, so an emotion, it's a natural, instinctive state of mind deriving from one's circumstance. It's your state of mind deriving from a circumstance. We all like to think and blame something else for the way we're feeling. I mean, I still do it. I mean, I've been doing this for eight years, and I still naturally want to first blame something else. I can blame my husband. I can blame my kids really easily when I'm not doing well. Or even my sister back there. You know, my sister up tonight is all going to be her fault. Older sister. And uh, I'm an older sister, too. But what happens is it's what we make everything mean. And I'm going to go through the model, and you can see how what this emotion does um, so, if you ever follow the Life Coach School with Brooke Castillo or followed by Byron Katie, they use what's called this model. Um, for example, your emotions are solely based off of your thoughts and what you make a circumstance mean. 
So this model, as you think about your circumstances, circumstances are by like, think of like the court of law. Every single person in this room could agree on that. Katie said, your hair is blue. Jeff touched Susie's back. The speaker tripped and fell over her shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Those are things that we all could say, yes, that is exactly what happened. But now the thoughts, each and every one of us are going to have our own thoughts about that same thing. And based off of that thought, we're going to have our own feelings. You're going to have your own feelings on that. And, you know, if, if I trip as a speaker, some of you might think it's funny. You might forget about it. You won't think anything about it. But I could make that seem really something big about me. I'm, I'm a failure. Nobody likes me. People think I'm stupid. And I make that the circumstance. But it really isn't. It's just a thought that's creating a feeling. And we all, our actions, are all based off of that feeling. And that will give us our results in life. So I'm going to break this down from a few um, actual models that I went through with some different clients. So starting off, there's a circumstance. This actually was me a couple of years ago. I was doing a presentation. And you think about it now, and we all want that 10 out of 10 review. We want a 5 out of 5. And if we don't get that, so many of us, oh, I failed. I didn't do well. If you don't get 100 thumbs up on Instagram or hugs or hearts, you, you bring yourself down because of that. And so what happened was, right enough, right away I thought I let everyone down. And I was disappointed out of that. Now, there's some people that could have done that presentation and said, wow, I got three out of five stars. I'm like, I did all right. I did average. You know what? I did okay. But you know what? This is where I can learn. This is where I can do better. But what happened when I was thinking I let everybody down and when I was disappointed, I froze. I didn't work anymore. I didn't learn anything new. I didn't plan any future events. I use the word buffering with it, so that's kind of where we talk about avoiding those emotions. So I did everything else that it, you know, progressing in things. I didn't speak with confidence, and I stopped speaking. And what's happening is, like, my client, they weren't disappointed in me. But I was disappointed in myself. And the result I gave myself is that I let myself down. And I could even say I let other people down because I was not there to serve those people that needed me. So another one, some of you might run into this a lot, is circumstance you have a new project coming up. Okay? It could be anything from posting on Instagram or social media to a new proposal to, I mean, you name it. And if your thought is, I don't know how to do this, and this is a client of mine, so I'll talk in their terms. So their thought was, I don't know how to do this. And he got really intimidated by it. And when he was intimidated, he did anything but did anything on, with a new project. And he was stuck for weeks and weeks, and this project was coming up, this due date was coming up. And kind of similar, it's just he was frozen. And the result is he wasn't learning to do anything new. He wasn't challenged. He didn't learn 
what his failures were. He didn't learn saying, oh, this doesn't work, this will work better. He didn't have that process through that time. And what we did as we went through coaching is, the first thing is as he saw his results and what he was getting from this, he got to decide, do I want to believe this anymore? Most of us, actually every single one of us, we carry these beliefs through our body and through our minds that are these little hidden beliefs that hold us back. And a lot of times they, they were created even when we were like five or six year old, you know? You know, I'm not like, people don't like me maybe, or I'm not needed, I can't do this. And some of them are later in life, but we create these beliefs that hold us back. And what this person had to ask is, does this belief serve me anymore? And he realized it doesn't. It doesn't serve me. So he went through, circumstances are going to be the same exact. He had a new project coming up. And he found a thought, he found a belief that could resonate in his body and that was believable. And it was, I'm going to learn through this process. So, so many of us, and I'll give an example of weight loss because I think that it's very easy to see. Let's say there's somebody, they look in the mirror and they don't like what they see in the mirror. But their long-term goal is they want to be beautiful. They want to think that they're beautiful. But that thought to them right there of the, I'm beautiful, it's almost like eating that vegetable that you despise as a child. For me, it's green peas. Like, yeah. Yeah. If, I think, <laughs> if I think of eating something like peas right now, I might have this natural gag instinct that will make me want to vomit. And the same is with a thought that your body doesn't resonate with. So what is that thought you're going to find that you can believe and allow you to move forward and you check that by understanding what am I feeling? What's, what do I feel when I think this thought? And for them, that person felt hopeful. And at that time, they allowed to take step by step, they broke down the tasks, and they moved forward and they, they learned something new. And what's great is even for this is when you have you accomplish something, you build that self-confidence muscle. And it doesn't just help with this one project, it helps in every other area of your life. You start believing in yourself more that you can do things that are new. You can move past those scary emotions and those feelings that are uncomfortable for you. So, as we get close and wrap up, I wanna challenge you. What do you really want to believe in your life? What's holding you back in your personal and professional life? And I want to challenge you, like go through it. What is that emotion you're feeling? What are you actually experiencing in your life? Instead of avoiding it, whether you're buffering it or you're bearing it or you're taking it on somebody, take that time, write things down. Why am I feeling this way? Realize what is that belief, that hidden belief or those thoughts that's creating that emotion. Stop blaming those other things. Because it is so powerful when you can realize that that circumstance is just really a circumstance. It's not the real truth. Or the, it, well, the circumstance is the truth, but that thought is not the truth. It's what you made it mean. And when you do that, you will be successful in your professional life, your personal life, and everywhere else you go. So thank you very much for today.